This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Final segment before we head down to the Upside Bar and Lounge tonight for Ticket Weeknights with Nicole Griffin. She'll be live on location broadcasting until 8 o'clock. Catch some Monday night football. It's Bears and Steelers. And then it's Taco Bar night. What could be better? I'll be down there about 6.15. No time to get down there. Uh, that's tonight. Weeknights with Nicole Griffin, Connor Happer. Some Huskers will stop by and, and do a meet and greet. It's 27th and Pine Lake. And the parking is free. I'm going to get, I'm having tacos for Monday night football. That's how that's going to get down. That's how mm. we're going to do That's how we're going to do this. Uh What's from the text line? What's up, DP? Will the assistants fire coach the next two games? I don't know. I would imagine not. Will the assistant coach? The coaches it? who were fired will Lubick and company coach. I would imagine not. Then they did say it was immediately? Immediately is the phrase that was used. So that means they're not coaching anymore, immediately. right? Immediately. Well, they're, they're there have been lame duck coaches who have coached who, who knew they were done, but this announcement. Yeah, like Ed Ogeron. Yeah. They would have told you that he's staying for the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, these folks have got. These folks have got. Uh, didn't they already say who's going to do it afterwards? I never saw that. You you said you saw it. I didn't see it. I thought it was on the press release. Uh, no, that was not the one that I saw. Big Shot, have you seen said? The press I, release I, that came to your guys' email. I have not seen any replacement coaches. It did not come to my email, kind sir. Well, I, would have, I, I would have told you. Well, that's you know, Connor's working in different circles. It's the big break. Yeah, they got some other dudes in there. Okay. All right. I think. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out uh, what they would do going forward. And then, again, it's Yeah, Wisconsin. they got some other dudes in there. Okay. Did they give names or, or, or are there are there names? Now, this is according to Sean Callahan. So, okay. you get on, get on him. It says Ron Brown would be the running back coach. Okay. Frank Rajucci. Man, you got me. I'm just destroying these. Steve DeMello would do the offensive line. Steve Cooper, quarterback. Okay. And that's it. Okay. And, and I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rajucci and Steve uh, DeMello. Uh, Beckton will take care of both the receivers and the tight ends. So, there's added value there. And then I would imagine you know, what it actually says that Scott Frost will be the offensive coordinator. So, it frees up some stuff. And yeah, maybe he's guessing. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Well, he said he said guess. He said his best guess. So yeah, you know, we'll find out more uh, tomorrow. And through this is, you know, through 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 what we know, Jay Foreman. Today was a tough day in the building, and so um, they will meet up. What usually happens at those meetings post coach firing? What happens when they call the players together? Uh, I've never been a part of like. A coach being fired in college. Oh, except for, I guess, when Coach Osborne, you know, said he's going to retire, but that wasn't, he knew Frank was there. So I don't know what's going to, I don't know what happened or what's going to happen. I'm figure, I'm sure there's going to be meeting with the players, meeting with the existing uh, assistant coaches and the coaches that are going to coach them for the next three weeks, you know, which is, you know, the bye week and the next two weeks of, of the season. I'm sure Coach Frost is going to talk to them about the situations and their situation and so forth and so on. I mean, he's going to talk about him coming back, talking. He's probably not going to get into the reasons. He's just going to explain 
you know, I'm sorry, I'm I'm only assuming here. He's going to explain that. Look, this is part of the business. It's a coaching business. We haven't been as successful uh, <laughs> as we as we had liked, <laughs> and uh, you know, this is part of the deal. Big guys taking pictures. So <laughs> you know, it's, it is what it is. I, but you know, I, I mean, next time I will see the players, I don't know what time. Next time I'll be down there, I say, look, dude. Hey, at the end of the day, it's a sad day, but this is this is a life lesson, homie. Well, because listen here, whether you go off to work at nine three seven to ticket, Wells Fargo, or anywhere, uh, playing the NFL, this is gonna happen. I, I remember my agent told me when I went to to training training camp. He said, "Just have dudes that you cool with, but do not get close to anybody." And then, and he like, then once you make the team, then kind of figure out who's good and who's not. Because listen here, there'll be a guy with you on Monday and Tuesday, and be gone Wednesday, and there might be you too. So you can't have any feelings. And and now, granted, you're recruiting these kids. You're expecting to be there five years. The kids want to be there four or five years, whatever you know, so forth and so on. Sometimes it doesn't work out that way when you don't play well. This isn't just coaches now. I mean, look, if, the, if, if people stepped up to the challenge and the people that were recruited stepped up to the challenge, these days like this wouldn't happen. So there's plenty of blame to go around, plenty of people to point the fingers at, but the biggest thing that needs to happen from a player's perspective, Steve, um, <laughs> is that they need to have some self-assessment, and they needed to have that anyways because you weren't being successful. So you weren't being successful at what you're doing to the magnitude that led to more wins and losses across the board that's from every position group every position player um holistically as a team from a leadership you know what i mean everything needs to be looked at and you need to do more um and you need to do more in the sense of you, you need to sacrifice more you need to put more time in can you be that much better if everybody is you know they had the thing is everybody's one percent better than you're so far ahead of that you know whoever you're playing so um there's there's a lot of self-assessment that needs to go around there's a lot of hard speaks that need to be had and it's you know it's never fun. I mean, these, all four of these guys worked extremely hard, got families, got friends, take pride in what they're doing, believed in what they're doing, uh, recruited, coached, hoped, <laughs> prayed, you know, did did whatever they needed to do, put on, you know, different pair of socks, underwear to get these guys to go get going and take advantage of the opportunity. And sometimes, you know, it doesn't work that way. You know, sure. They, they could probably like, Oh, there's things that they could have done or guys that they could have brought in. But at, at the end of the day, they made the decision that was decisions that they were best for the team in their, their position groups and do what they needed to do at that time. What they knew they didn't have any, they didn't sit up there in the off season and be like, man, you know, I'm just, man, I just can't wait to coach. So these dudes don't, you know, go out there and play good. Right, I can't wait to coach for these dudes not to study their playbook. I can't wait to for these coaches, these dudes to go out there and not seize the moment. They coach them to do that exact all all the things that I just opposite of would just seize the moment, take the opportunity, go and be great. Don't be afraid to go out there and and, and um, you know and free yourself and and play well. Go out there and play for a bigger purpose. And you know something it's just it's not a, it's not a fun day. It's not any it, look nobody wakes up in the morning and this is what they want to do this is not how anybody wants to do spend their mondays or any day of the week doing this uh it's just part of the deal and it's a part of the coaching business and i always say this <laughs> i forget who told me this man but i remember he said hey look man when you a coach you you get hired to get fired because as soon as you do well then they'd be ready to get you up out of town unless you like bill belichick you got a lifelong contractor nick saban but sooner or later most of the time they be 
is and is, is just like a player too. Well, both of them have been fired. They've been in. That they group. have, yeah, and and that, and, and, they, and they've probably and it's probably been the best thing for them. Belichick be said so. Yeah, the Cleveland. It, yeah, so. and it made him a better coach. It made him turn down the Jets job, take a better opportunity. Nick Saban, having humble pie in Miami, made him the sec with the best college probably coach ever. And he went to a place that was kind of re- resembles kind of New England, off the beaten path. Can kind of plot along. Now it's on cruise control. No, it, it's like I said. It was a, it was a very informative day, and I think tomorrow with more information, you're gonna see where the mole when the moles come out, man. They're gonna yeah. don't, don't they? Is the groundhogs when they come out? If it got a shadow, it's gonna be a long winter or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah we got to see these little moles come out of here, man. Yeah. See where they at. There's more stories coming. You better believe it. Jay Foreman, thank you, kind sir. Big Sky will run it. Thank you for stepping in for Nick, and we will see you guys down at Upside Barn Island. Don't go anywhere. Nicole Griffin, Connor Happer, they're up next on 93.7 The Ticket.